It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome, everyone, to a special wrestling wrap-up, um, Elimination Chamber Live Reactions. Yes, we are coming to you live right after the Elimination Chamber to get our, just give you our, our, our reactions, our thoughts, just everything that's off the top of our heads from witnessing that interesting pay-per-view. Um, I am Mari Forth. I am the co-host of the RHAP Wrestling Wrap-Up. And with me today, I have one of our great RHAP patrons, Mr. Edmo. Edmo, how are you doing tonight? I think the best way to describe it is I am doing awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, from what I hear, you are a huge Miz fan. So, of course, I feel like that's where we have to start. Tell me everything about your thoughts on just the last, what was that? The last three minutes of the pay-per-view. Well, let's, let's stroll back to that backstage segment with MVP and Miz. Yes. And then you had um, uh, Damian Priest and Bad Bunny with Miz. So mm-hmm. Miz was all over this pay-per-view tonight. He really um, was. Yeah. Was low-key expecting a failed cash-in or like, a bad mm-hmm. bunny and Damien Priest to run in during that uh, final moments, but alas, it did not happen. <laughs> I am very glad for that. And uh, we have a new world champion, first one since I guess Randy Orton. Yeah, I I'm actually flabbergasted. I did not see this coming in a sense that we were we were speculating on the podcast, like okay, so. Is Miz gonna cash in? Like, we didn't even think it was an option at this point because it just seems so abrupt to just right. turn from Drew at this point. So, I mean, it was a good, it was a swerve. It was a good swerve. I just, I just feel like none of this has been planned out. Right. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Do, do we, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably gonna be something with Drew again before mm-hmm. Lashley gets his hands on on uh Miz mm-hmm. or or maybe Morrison gets fed up playing second fiddle and turns on Miz. Wow. I mean, it ha- it has to be something to that effect because going into this, going into this, we there there were reports that the only things that were kind of set in stone for WrestleMania was Edge versus Roman, which I think you know, we'll talk about, but that right. was set yep. in stone tonight. Bianca versus Sasha um, and I think there was one more that they were saying that it was probably a possibility, but it, they, they said the WWE championship match was basically wide open. Right. So this is not shocking in a sense, like, oh my God, I thought Drew was going to hold the title for like ever, but, um, it is shocking in a sense, like now we're, we still have a fast lane. Their fast lane is like in like what, like, uh, three or four weeks, three or four weeks. Yeah. Uh, which is, it just seems like too many pay-per-views on this road to WrestleMania uh, to me. Yeah, I yeah. 100% agree with it. 
there should only be one and that should be elimination chamber and then you take those four to five weeks just build to wrestlemania yes exactly i completely agree with that so i mean the the best thing i think we could hope for at least for me even um i guess even though i'm not too excited like raw I must admit, it's really hard for me to get excited for what Raw is doing. Um, but I think if Bobby Lashley is going for the title, I think that's good because that gives her business, again, some more credibility, even though right. they have the tag titles. They just lost the U.S. title. I mean, I, I want them to get credibility, even though I'm like not personally invested in their storyline. I definitely... Um, you know, I, I want them to get some flowers, too. So that's not bad. I am... I'm mildly interested where this goes, <laughs> yes, to say the least. I, I'm mildly interested. Um, we have a question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. I'm going to play it. Let's see. Making his way to the podcast, <laughs> he is the co-host of the Wrestling Rehap Up. He is the Devon Dudley, the Jeff Hardy, the Mick Foley, the Paul Bearer. He is Matt Scott. Oh my god, I am so exhausted, especially after that pay-per-view. Hung in there, you two are doing an awesome job, and I just want to ask the question that... Um, Dave Meltzer, a.k.a. he who shall not be named, would probably ask, which is, what do you think is the match of the night here? Any five-star matches? Um, not trying to get you any smoke with Dave Meltzer, but I kind of am still. So um, thanks for doing this, and thanks for answering the question. You're both awesome. Love it. That is, of course, my tag team partner, Mr. Matt Scott. He is you can catch him every Sunday night. We drop every Sunday at the Wrestling Rehab Up. Um, thank you. Uh, so for me, for me, Edmo, I would say the match of the night, it has to be the first elimination chamber. Um, just because I love everybody in there. Like I said, I love, I love Cesaro. I love Daniel Bryan. I, I really couldn't tell who was going to win that. AJ Styles, Sammy, no, so not AJ Styles, sorry, Sammy Zayn. Like I, I really thought that that was going to be a good match and it was. And the Roman match being immediately afterwards, I, I kind of saw that coming because that was the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Roman's going to pull his, his strings. He's going to get the match right after. He's going to just body it. I, I would, it sucks that Daniel Bryan, you know, went out like that, but I, I'm hoping it builds to like maybe a feud between Daniel and, um, Edge going into WrestleMania. Um, this is what I thought Cesaro would, would have done if Cesaro had won, but I think that was, that was the most exciting part of the night. And then it kind of just went downhill. Um, what about you, Emma? Uh, I 100% agree. I think that that SmackDown elimination chamber was, it should have been the main event, but I understand why it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, my, one of my favorite, Sammy Zane is just great. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when the, um, the chambers were flashing and then him screaming, not mine. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, Cesaro following him on the actual chamber and slamming his head against the chamber oh, wow. on, mm-hmm. on, on the, I guess, second tier. Yep. That was great. So yeah, Sammy is, Sammy is just amazing right now. 
Yeah, and I love this doc- the documentary crew. Like, I really want to see if they they release it, and all the tapes are just like jumbled mess. Yeah, like, just, just staring at people's feet, like out of focus. That would be like the funniest thing to me. But let's talk about some of these other matches because I honestly, this pay per view went by. It went by so quickly. Yeah, of course, it was quick. So quick. And then, I mean, did they? An- they didn't even announce that the Raw Women's. Uh, championship wasn't going to be defended. I was I mean, watching the pre-show and I was surprised that they didn't say, oh, uh, it's not going to be defended anymore. They sh- they did show Lacey, but they didn't say the match was canceled unless I missed it. Mm-hmm. I must I did I must have missed it too because I was sitting there like uh, are they are the women right. going on after this chamber because I'm confused and I mean they should have said something on Raw like. On Raw, after Lacey made that really awkward announcement, yep. <laughs> she was like, I'm pregnant, dead air for like 20 minutes. Um, they should have given us something else, at least later on that night or, or something. And it's a shame. Um, didn't somebody in the Facebook group said that Asuka, oh wait, no, I, I think I saw it on Twitter. Asuka hasn't defended her championship on a pay-per-view in like, months apparently that's, that's crazy um i'm guessing it had to be before tlc because yeah, you'll see mm-hmm. they had the, the tag titles the tag titles yep exactly so it, that's just really sad because we all I, I i think i could say we all really like oscar just all around wrestler competitor like i'm just really sad that she she always she will get these long title runs but they will give her nothing to do with them like she'll right. she gets no storyline. And it's almost like it's like EO as well in NXT. Um, Edmo, do you think WWE has a um, a problem with writing? Do you think it's because they're Japanese and they don't speak um, as much English as WWE would like? I think that hurts them. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that they could work around that. Mm-hmm. Because you could always pair her with somebody who speaks, whether it be like they tried to do it with Paige um a few years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. They they could mm-hmm. they could yeah, they could literally put her with anybody. Even like Mickey James isn't wrestling right now. Put her with right. Mickey James. Mm-hmm. If you feel like her talking hinders her ability to have storylines, then put her with somebody who can actually talk. Yeah. And the funny thing is though, I also think she can talk. You know what I'm right. saying? Like in NXT, she she was fine. I think the difference was in NXT, instead of her doing a lot of like the live on air promos, they had her doing a lot of the, you know, the backstage packages. One of the ones that really stands out to me is one of my favorite ones, is the one where it was her versus Ember Moon, I think going into their their NXT takeover, the the Brooklyn one. Mm-hmm. Um and Oscar uh, was like out laying by the pool with the championship, and she was talking all this smack about Ember Moon and saying nobody was ready for Oscar. That was when she, you know, she had just it turned heel. She was heel Oscar, and she she speaks fine. Like you know, a little bit of broken English isn't going to kill American ears. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's not that big of a deal. It's just like you know, reading subtitles. At least for me, I'm like, sure, subtitles are fine. You know, so. It, they could they could do it. I just think they don't want to put the time into her. Exactly. And I don't know if it's a case of that they value Sasha so much more than Oscar that it's kind of like, 
okay, the the Raw Women's Division could go by the wayside. Let's focus on the SmackDown women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just really weird. It, it, I guess, but WWE has not been able to book multiple women's storylines for a right. while now. This is something we we know. So it, it's really, really unfortunate. And I I want to see what happens with her on WrestleMania. Uh, so question for you, Mo: Does Asuka walk into WrestleMania as the Raw Women's Champion? Um, at this point, since she's not defending, absolutely. <laughs> but but what are they going to do? Are they going to have Charlotte turn on her? Oh, are God. they going to surprise us with Rhea Ripley? Because there were rumors mm. about her coming up sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Or so, is it somebody else? Yeah, it's funny that we're more we're more talking about something that wasn't on the pay-per-view than the actual exactly. pay-per-view. Yes. But that just goes to show you like how... This this was actually a very much of a nothing burger of a pay-per-view, like minus Miz taking the championship off of Drew. This honestly could not this could have ha- not happened and we would have been fine. Right. Usually, which is why I put forth the question, do we need to have specific pay-per-views every year? Mm-hmm. Like if if they would have continued with like, okay, the winners of the Rumble decide who they want to face at WrestleMania, and then the Chambers for, okay, who is facing the other champion? If that's what you're using the Chamber for, okay, cool. But the way they use the Chamber now, it's like, yeah. What what are we doing here? Yeah, it's literally just, and I actually was okay with the Chamber whenever it's used to determine the other number one contender for the the one who hasn't um, chosen for the, the Rumble. But I, I don't know if, because is this the fir- first year where there's been a chamber and a fast lane before WrestleMania? It feels like there's just way too many pay-per-views. I feel, I, for whatever reason, I feel like that every year. But I, unless this year is just more prevalent because of the fact right. that they're not deciding who That's is going to be going into the mm-hmm. Mania season as a number one contender. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's just really interesting. So let's see what else we had tonight. We had the um the so the the U.S. title was uh, Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, and John Morrison won his way into this triple threat match on the kickoff show because they said Keith Lee had to be removed because he suffered an injury from Bobby Lashley. Uh. What did you think about this last minute change and just the general outcome of the event of the match? The thing is, I I I don't know if they know what they're doing with Keith Lee. I right. don't know if this has something to do with the whole COVID situation, right? With, with uh, reckoning, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. being out, or if this is a legit injury. Yeah. If it's a legit injury, that's one thing. But if it's the COVID thing, that's 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 something you have to just work around. Yeah. And so we were we were talking on the pod on the most recent podcast that this is a triple threat. A triple threat is normally so you throw somebody in there to take the pin so that the champion doesn't take the pin. Like that's like happens a good deal of the time. But then they Riddle and Riddle and Bobby Lashley 
have been feuding for a while and then they put Keith Lee in there and we were we were saying on the podcast there's no way that they put Keith Lee in this match to take the pin because they were just saying how they were going to push he, they were just pushing him not too long ago right um but but then he he comes out Morrison goes in when I saw it, when I saw who was in contention to go into that third spot, I was like, "Oh, this person is definitely getting pinned." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I I don't you know want to be mean or rude or about anything, but those those four people, it it was who was it? It was Morrison, Ali, Elias, Elias, oh, Elias, uh huh, and, and Ricochet. Ricochet. Two of those people are are barely on the on Raw, and Ali should not be in this tier <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah, but I I immediately thought like whoever wins this is going to take the pin and and that's what happened. Riddle pins Morrison and takes Bobby's title. So it was I don't know. I again it, it's hard for me to the hurt business. The, they don't do much for me. Um but I I I like what they're doing, but I'm just not invested. Um Riddle taking the belt. Huh? Not definitely not my <laughs> cup of tea. Uh, so, no, we're on the same um, page on that one. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, I guess. And and it just further to me is like whenever uh, <laughs> Roman says nobody watches Raw, I'm just like, you're right. <laughs> like, right. You're right. <laughs> the SmackDown is clearly the A show. Um, and just for everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. Please submit any audio questions or comments. It's that little button on the bottom has a little like play button. Um, we will listen to your comments. If you have a question, we'll answer your question. If you just have something to say, please put it in there. Um, okay. And then after that, we have the SmackDown women's, oh, sorry, the tag team championships. Um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are the women's tag team champions. They face Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks um, because reasons. <laughs> uh, how did you how did you like this match, Ebo? <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting. I was that how it finished. I didn't like mm-hmm. the whole Reginald getting involved for no reason. Mm-hmm. If if we're going to play out the storyline, I would have either one like them to have won the titles and then played up like the, the, the Bailey and the Sasha where they have the mm-hmm. tag titles. Is she going to turn? Is this one going to turn? Who's going to turn? Mm-hmm. Or just flat out after the match. Sasha attacks Bianca. Bianca attacks mm-hmm. Sasha. Something happens. It was yeah. a bunch of nothing at the end. Yeah, it really was. I was really surprised. Um, I was really hoping Sasha attacked Bianca because nobody beats heel Sasha. Heel Sasha is right. just like literally the best character in WWE to me. So, um, in face Sasha, I love Sasha no matter what, but I just love heel Sasha. So I was really hoping she was going to turn on Bianca here, but, uh, you know, then again, they're still dragging this out. They're still playing it up. And I'm, I'm here for all of it because I love them together. Right. <laughs> I love them I, together. Me a hundred percent too. Yep. Yes, I love them together. I love them apart. I love them feuding. I like. I don't care. So, um, I I'm I'm glad that they didn't win the belts just because Shayna and Nia are doing just great job with the with the tag belts. I mean, come on. Like, I think what, they what are a about? great. I think they are great oddball pairing. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. When they had like they're 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 a modern team hell no. That that's how yes. I feel. Nice, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was I'm surprised because when they first came together, I was like, what is this? But I've loved it every step of the way. And I do want to see them versus Dakota and Raquel Gonzalez in NXT. So I was I was okay that they didn't win the belts. Uh Reginald interfering this was like this was yeah like this kind of needs the payoff but i also don't want to see sasha and carmella wrestle again right so what is gonna happen here uh what would be your guess as was where this storyline is gonna go i think it's gonna go an unfortunate route where sasha and reginald team up against bianca but I don't like that at all. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Reginald finds a new boss, and he's the one who tries to help Sasha um, retain against Bianca or help her her um, switch to to heal. So, um, it's interesting. It's really going to be interesting. Let me play this uh, audio clip we have. Hey guys, so. Can you guys kind of just reflect on the through that entire uh, championship reign? Because, in my opinion, I find it a very boring championship reign. Um, I don't know, just let me know what you think. So, I, sorry, Tuck, we could not understand you as clearly. Um, I heard a boring championship reign. So I'm going to try and guess who that is because there's several boring champions. <laughs> I would say um, Bobby Lashley's reign was pretty boring. Again, for me, that was boring. I think Drew's reign was kind of boring. But I also think that, again, um, storylines like that, I, I don't feel like they're aimed at me. Like, I don't think I'm the general audience for right. some storylines. So I it's okay. Like if if the storyline is not for me, I'm just like, okay, this isn't for me. And I don't have to bash it. I don't have to like, like talk down about it. I don't have to say, why is this happening? Because it's just not for me. And I, and I understand that. And I just watch what I like to watch. So, um, boring rains happen, unfortunately that, you know, that's what happens, especially long ones. Oscars definitely, like we said, has been very boring. Um, but that's you know it's, it's not everything is is for for everybody I would say. Um, um I think he was speaking about Drew's reign specifically. Yes, but I think okay. the problem is as far as Drew's reign, he was facing the same. He just kept facing Randy Orton. He kept facing the same people over he and did, over yeah. again. Now, if if this this title switch didn't happen, I was expecting a Drew and Sheamus title feud to go on which is something i would be a little more interested in than drew and randy mm, drew and sheamus I, honestly, again i just it's, i can't like right. I, drew and sheamus sure drew the only thing interesting about the drew and randy was i was hoping can we talk about that where was the thing <laughs> oh listen i thought that's how we were closing the night Brandy and whoever were going to be the last two, being yes. or Alexa, somebody was going to pop up. 
Nope. Randy first one eliminated out of the first chamber. one eliminated. And as soon as that happened, I was like, well, I don't need to watch this anymore. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have to do this, I would have stopped watching right then and there Be- because, um, I was, that's what I was waiting for. I was here for the fiend or at least Alexa to come and mess with Randy and right. nothing happened. So I, I am shocked. I am really shocked. Either way, that was the, sorry, that was the last, uh, that was the other one. They thought, they said Randy and the Fiend are probably a lock for uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, yes. But I, then I also heard something about Bad Bunny having a tag match with yes. Damien Priest. But uh-huh. one would have assumed it would have been against Miz and Morrison. Oh, right. Is, is now what? That's really interesting. Is is, yeah. is are we gonna have the champion in like one of those matches where oh if the champion gets pinned he loses the title like where are we going with all of that? Yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, we were seeing a lot on on Twitter that most of this this night was probably going to be done on the fly because of all of the changes. So I do wonder how far in advance they thought this Miz thing through. Um, I really hope he doesn't lose it like tomorrow or in right. a week because I right. hate stuff like that. Um, I normally really, really hate stuff like that. Ironically, the only time I didn't hate it was when the Miz took the IC title off of Zack Ryder <laughs> <laughs> the night after WrestleMania. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where this is going. I feel like is that it? Was that all the matches? I feel like we're we're not missing. Them. Uh, no, it was, it was it was it's a five match it's card. So short. Oh my god. Yeah, including and then that's a five batch card, including the Roman match, which to right. me is just an extension of the first chamber. To be quite honest. Well, um, if any of our listeners don't have any more questions or comments, we can wrap we can wrap it up. That like like I said, so everybody can um can go home a little bit early and sleep a little bit earlier. Uh Edmo, final thoughts overall on the um, view. There was one thing we haven't mentioned that I was Uh-oh. cracking up about. Um Kofi when he saw Randy, like your quad your quads look thick though. <laughs> I was cracking up. Kofi is amazing. And then um that almost that almost spot with AJ him removing part yes. of the chamber. Yes. What, what was that about and why was he doing that? Who that was wants so to get weird. in the ma- yes, who wants to get in the match earlier than need be? I don't I don't get it. But I loved Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce had had enough. Adam Pierce is like, I am done. Like I I want you out. I gotta deal with you. I gotta deal with Roman. Just go. Go, go, go. <laughs> so that was a that was a pretty cool spot. I, I'm trying to think of any really, really good spots um on the pay-per-view itself. Edge, of course, we we said after uh Roman. Uh, puts Daniel Bryan to sleep. Edge comes out, spears him, and, and uh, points at WrestleMania. So we're getting spear versus spear at WrestleMania. Edge versus Roman. And honestly, this is money. This is just so such a money match. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that was wasn't it supposed to be Roman and Goldberg last year? Before yes, Roman pulled mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So and this, and is the, this is the new spear versus spear. 
And rumor is, rumor is that um, when Goldberg came back for Royal Rumble, they were trying to resume Goldberg versus Roman, and Roman nixed it. That was the rumor. That rumor was like, no, nope. well, good. We don't, yeah. we don't need that. <laughs> no, not at all. So uh, let let's see. We got one more audio comment. Hey y'all, um, this entire pay-per-view to me read like a giant episode of Raw. Um, fairly underwhelming in, uh, my eyes. The highlight was Sasha and Bianca by leaps and bounds. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like Asuka is getting, uh, the, shit under the stick basically and um i i did wonder if their reasoning for only having one chamber match was because of like sanitizing each chamber where someone is standing there breathing for a long period of time like if they were worried about not having the ability to do that in between the matches um oh. it's just shitty that the women ended up not being the ones getting it but um it is what it is not surprising and um yeah fairly underwhelmed mrs trash <laughs> that's about it (laughs) thank you so much amy that is hilarious yeah you know because covid there's so many things you don't think about when it comes to covid you know um between like the different sanitations and stuff like that and i agree i have been so upset that the women didn't get an elimination chamber match this year for like weeks now and i i I really think that you could have made a case to put the tag titles of the women's oh, 100%. tag titles in the elimination chamber. One hundred percent. You have you already have the two number one contenders in Naomi and Lana and mm-hmm. Raquel and Dakota. You mm-hmm. just need three other teams, right? And and you just arbitrarily put Sasha and Bianca together. Exactly. So you could the the riot squad is right there. They could have folded Charlotte and Oscar into this match. Yep. You could have folded them in. They were they were yep. just the tag team champions. Exactly. Too. So I I don't I don't know. I I'm really upset about that. I'm I'm definitely with Amy on that. Um, <laughs> would you like to respond to her saying Mrs. Trash? Listen, everyone has their opinion. Uh, again, people have been saying Miz has been trash since he first came to the WWE. So, you just get used to it after time. Right. And if it makes you feel better, I have, comp- I have company over. Um, some of our, our like relatives are in town and and my husband's uh brother knew who knows who Miz is and he was actually like excited to see him like Miz is so crossover it's amazing (laughs) it's a it's amazing so um other than that I think we should wrap this up uh Edmo where can people find you uh people can find me at Coral Fanatic on Twitter Mm-hmm. And now that we're on stereo, you, uh, maybe you can do some more stereos too. Oh, uh, yeah, once I learn how to actually use this app, maybe we'll actually <laughs> get places. You can find me at, on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. Um, that's two, like the number two. Um, I'm also here on stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. Hopefully, we'll see if we can do more of these things. Um, this is a special edition of the Wrestling Rehap Up podcast, a part of the RHAP network. So please go and find our, our feed wherever you get your uh, podcast. Search the Wrestling Rehap Up. Give us five stars. Don't be stingy with your five stars like some people. 
Um, <laughs> and you can also find uh, the podcast has a Twitter at uh, the Wrestling Rehap Up um, on Twitter. And you can also uh, join our conversation by using hashtag Wrestling Rehap Up um, on Twitter. So I hope everybody enjoyed this. Uh, Edmo, thank you so much. You were such a great guest. Thank you for having me, Mari. Peace out. Peace out.